welcome to episode 95 of the CGM podcast. Love is in the air. It's Valentine's Day, right, Phil? Yeah. Want my Valentine? Sure. <sighs> Thanks. <laughs> I said yes. It was affirmative. <sighs> Maybe, right? You're going to make me dinner? Then okay. Aww. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs> to my right is Phil Brown, our cinemaphile. That's me. You have lots to rant about today on movie news, don't you? Yeah, I have a few things so I'm going to be chatting about. I like movie news. <laughs> okay, good. I watch more movies than I play games lately, so... That's good. No, not always. And across the table is Alex Leach. That is right. Your beard is getting fuller and fuller every week we sit at this table. Yep, it's uh, just expanding to consume my entire face. Yeah, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. It is definitely 50% of the way there. Yeah. And then your hair's got maybe, you know... 15% covered, so yeah, a small percentage of face left. Hopefully that'll be uh, trimmed back uh, next week okay. before, you know, my head just di- disappears. Before you become Cousin It? Yeah, Cousin It, uh, which would be just a little bit of a problem getting controllers stuck in it. You know what I mean? I don't know how you play your games, but okay. I don't hold them up to my face. I'm starting to that think you sense. do, yeah. And speaking of Cousin It, our long-haired, illiterate friend Wayne Santos is not with us this week. He is sick. But we do appreciate him not coming in getting the rest of us sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah very much so. We'll have so to we, think of something suitably atrocious in his honor to say on the podcast to horrify. No, him. no, we don't. That, that's good, honestly. <laughs> we're, we're okay just not doing that. Oh. <laughs> so filling in for Wayne is Brendan Fry, our CEO, boss, and manager of everything. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Are you glad to be back on, Mike? Usually you kind uh, of just I sit kind there. of like just, I'm sleepy now. Yeah, you are sleepy. All right, so we're going to start it off with, uh, I guess, the only really sadly big news this week was Flappy Birds. Uh Yep. Flappy Birds is a little app game, much like, I assume, actually, I didn't get a chance to play it before they took it down. Is it like Angry Birds? No. No, Not in the slightest. Really? It's, you press a button, and you have to get through holes in in various walls. It's a bird that flies, it's a puzzle game that involves a bird flying across the screen, doesn't it? It's basically a bird flying across the screen. Every time you tap it, the bird goes up. It automatically is trying to go down, and you try to tap it, so it goes up and down to go through various obstacles. I see. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the whole debacle around it was first they the community came out, or at least uh, some community part of the community came out and got mad at them for stealing art from Nintendo. I think mm-hmm. Nintendo got mad at them for stealing art from Nintendo. I think Nintendo also got mad at them for stealing art from Nintendo. But I also did see a whole bunch of indie developers saying, "Oh, come on, that's not cool. Don't steal art, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't get to see officially what Nintendo said. I don't think they were happy about it, but they weren't going to squash them like the bugs they could have. Nintendo really? Tends- yeah, well, I thought they weren't gonna. I don't because he didn't pull it because of Nintendo. No, but he also did mention his legal troubles were not the reason he pulled it, but they are legal troubles. Yeah, oh yeah, they're there. Uh, they could have just been like that. That's done. But anyway, so they put it out. He stole art. People got mad. Yet hundreds of thousands of people were playing it. Uh huh. And then he got the creator got really upset over what he say people getting addicted to it. That's apparently what happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently, his reasoning not being legal trouble, but people actually having addictions to Flappy Birds, he pulled it from the App Store. What did he expect? It's not the reason you make games so people get addicted, so more people buy it, and then they make money, like Candy That's Crush. The whole, the whole design philosophy between behind fr- free browser-based games. Yeah. Like, that kind of mentality is kind of the core of it. 
I would think so. You make the game so that pe- you can make money, not... He did say he made the game so people would have something to enjoy playing, but I call it shenanigans. Yeah, no, he also I, made fifty thousand dollars a day. Yeah, he was making a fortune. I'm sure it's just as a, I'm sure it was just Nintendo putting the putting pressure on him. Mm-hmm. It's also possible that, and he, he want, could just be insane too. He also could be crazy, but it is possible he wanted to get it down before the League of Trouble hit Nintendo. Yeah. So he doesn't need to give the money back. But if my if Nintendo knows how much money here, and he's that money is going to go to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they I'm need sure. it. Yeah, yeah they're really. not doing great. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah, if you didn't get a chance to play Flappy Birds, then you can't. Now there is a million spin-offs of Flappy Birds. There really are. There really are. Scott said there's Flappy Plane, in which the plane does not flap, sadly. There's a jellyfish one, too. Uh There's an octopus. They even have it in Warframe now. Really? Yeah, you you log in as Flappy, (laughs) and it lets you play play Flappy Bird using the Bird Girl Warframe and just going through... uh, and just going through uh, stacks of, of pipes, essentially. Man, either way, that guy who created it is laughing somewhere. Or not. No, he's, I he's, think cr- he, I think he's wiping his tears with all the money that he's made. Oh, yeah, he's not wa- He's wiping his tears of joy from all that money. Because I don't think Nintendo's going to necessarily take it from him as much as they may want to. I don't know if they can. They can. They can, but do you no. think they can afford to yeah, do that? Yeah, they have the money to do that. All right. Absolutely. At least they're not that they, poor yet. They sue people on YouTube. This mm-hmm. is more money than do they that. Really? They, they mon- do. They take the monetization from Let's Players who try oh, to monetize on, their uh, games. So would they take the money from this guy? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they have the lawyers to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe he's hiding out somewhere with his money. Right? Who'd help? Bunker yeah. money. Yeah. Bunker money. Yeah. yeah. Bunker money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on from that, Alex has a piece of news for us. Uh, I want to talk about the Dungeon Keeper mobile game. All right. Because it had a really... It's gross. It's gross. A really kind of a nasty fiasco around it. I want to... Like, the the big thing around it was the way the rating system is handled. Because, you know, like a lot of uh, free-to-play games... Like user ratings, right? Yeah. They they have a thing, please rate this game. Yeah. Which consists of two buttons. One that says rate the game as a a 5 out of 5 which is a big bright, big, bright button, and then there's a darker button that says rate 1 to 4. So right away, there's a little bit of a bias in that particular setup, but the, prob- but the main problem is when you click on 1 to 4, you go to a screen where they ask you to send basically an email giving your feedback. So they're making it difficult? Well, not only that, but you, the thing is, it doesn't actually let you rate the game 1 to 4. Oh, so you either give it a 5 or you send an email. There actually is no 1 to 4. Yep. No. Not in the app, at least. You can do it on the Google Play Store. Well, if you click on 5, it automatically sets it to 5, but I believe you do go to the store and you can theoretically set it to lower. Okay. It's just not... They don't make it easy for you. And they... And so they're pointing at... They're they're now pointing at, oh, look at the great ratings this has gotten on the App Store. Look at how amazing, like, this thing is rated. Which, when at any time they they have to come across the uh, criticisms they've been receiving for just how much real money you got to drop on this to do anything like it takes tw- it can take any up to 24 hours to mine one block for resources it's ridiculous unless you pay like a dollar oh i think i remember reading about this what one of the i don't want to name names but one of the uh more well-known developers was talking about this not in the best of light no it's uh it's absolutely sketchy and horrifying and it does not make EA look good. No. It really... It's a scam, period. When was the last time EA looked good to us? 
Uh, like two years ago. Way maybe. back. It's way been back. A while. Back. Activision's less evil compared to them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's saying something. Uh, but but uh, no, EA used to kind of be the great pioneer, the great ones who were keeping our RPGs, yeah. uh, keeping our RPGs strong and alive. And yeah. they kind of tried to monetize all of the goodwill out of that. So. Has the EA publicly, publicly said anything to the players and people who have spoken out against this? From what I say, their basic response to every to all the criticism is, look at our reviews, look at our, our user reviews. We're clearly, like, this is clearly a well-received game. But it, it, despite that it's getting reviews in the 1 out of 10 rating. Because it's just not a playable game without spending yeah, money it, on it. Yeah, the original game was a classic done by Bullfrog back in the day. Peter Molyneux Yeah, the original that. Dungeon Keeper. And even more interesting is the fact that Peter Molyneux came out and spoke against this game. That's what I was talking about with Peter Molyneux. He yeah. did not talk about it in any kind of good light whatsoever. Well, I think that's part of the reason people are so up in arms about it is Dungeon Keeper was a great part of a gamer of gamer use. Yeah, it was an, it was an amazing game. You, got, it, you just got to build a dungeon. Yeah, you got and to build a dungeon and capture and do horrible things to heroes. And it took such a short amount of time in this game before you actually get blocked at that pass. Like, first thing you do is, oh, you want to actually mine this wall? Well, that's going to cost you $3. Well, I just wanted to build a dungeon. Okay, I guess he said, gonna... I just wanted to build a dungeon, not wait a week. Exactly, have... yeah. Also, the, the amount of in-game money you can actually store is extremely low unless you pay, spend more money, I believe. To... Exactly, yeah. Like, pretty much every room requires... Everything requires money. It's like, there is no game that is free to play. They it is a pay just... game that is in my, all microtransactions. They should have just made it a $5, 10 $15 game and left it at that. Yeah, but they can't make as much money that way. People wouldn't be as mad. Yeah, people wouldn't have been what, as mad, but... Is it business? Is it more money, or do you want to make your customers happy? That's where the question is. No, they, no they're businessmen. They want money. Yeah. Who cares about the customers? Right, Phil? Yeah, sure. If Nintendo loses you, they don't care. Yeah, that's true. Bastards. I think they've... No, I think there is a bit of a mentality. There is a bit of mentality with it. Is like we we will get people buying our games regardless. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think they pushed a little too far with this one. I think so. And I think the more the the more this spirals out of control, and the more the rage builds on it. I mean, the it, the better it is because this is something that should not be swept under the rug. No, this is this is awful. This is. This is out, this is outright a travesty. It's good that people are speaking out against it because then they won't try it again in the future. Because yeah. if no one uproared about it, they'd draw it again with the next game. Oh, yeah. And um, they'd be getting more money, too, because sometimes you know, sometimes people will pick it up. They'll think, oh, it's, it's just going to be a few bucks. And mm-hmm. then, you know, before you know it, you spent a ton of money on it. Yeah. Have you actually tried it? Or? No, I haven't. Brent, have you tried it? I tried I tried it in, like, the beta way back when. Was... Would nothing cost money? No, everything cost money then, too. Just, really? I played it, like, two months ago. And nothing? It was, I got about an hour in, and then after that point that you had to buy everything, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. It just wasn't, it wasn't not enjoyable to play. And it would have been such a good, like, phone game, just the way it's structured. I think it would have Oh, yeah, I mean, if they just took that stuff out and kept some of the weird, twisted elements, I think the game would have been a solid title. Mm-hmm. And this kind of just tarnishes the, the brand, so I don't see them making another one of these soon. Well, they haven't really done much with Dungeon Keeper for years, though. No, they were going to make it uh, way back when. They were going to make Dungeon Keeper 3. And that was just after Bullfrog was bought by EA. Hmm. And that just kind of was swept under the rug and was never released. I think it was basically going to be an expanded Dungeon Keeper 2. 
Uh huh. That's what I remember. The uh, the teaser trailer that came with Dungeon Keeper Two was like yeah. was that it was going to be what's happening on the surface world. Exactly. It looked cool. That would have been awesome. I would have really liked an actual game where you have the underground dungeon and then you can go to the surf- surface world and invade it and like send out raids and stuff like that. It, it was kind of like an XCOM, but not. It yeah. was really interesting. Like MonsterCom. Yeah, basically. It was really cool. That would have been awesome. Too bad. But that's what I have to say about that horrible, horrible, tra- horrible travesty of uh, abusing the free-to-play model. Tell your friends. Yep. All right. That is horrible. I'm glad people are speaking out about it. But now we've turned to movie news with Phil. Yes. You've been movie so quiet. Come on, Phil. Let's I need a theme song. <clears throat> movie news with Phil. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. But thank we need you. a violin. I appreciate the thought. Um, I guess, yeah, the first one sort of bridges the gap. It's video game slash movie news, which is that director Josh Tank, who made uh, Chronicle. Did you guys mm-hmm. see Chronicle? Yes. Yep. That's a great flick. And he's also, he's currently working on, a fantastic, on the Fantastic Four movie, but he also just this week is saying... That the other project he's working on right now is a movie version of Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh, that sounds good or horrible. Which yeah. he claims that he's a huge fan of the game and also, what was the follow-up they did? Eco? Eco was the first one. Eco was, was the first one. one, sorry. Yeah, so he said that he's a huge fan of the two of those and the only main reason that he signed on was that he was worried someone would ruin it otherwise. So he oh, would be on to serve. That's a good reason to sign on, actually. Come in as someone who enjoyed it. So, um... I definitely find it intriguing. I mean, I've only seen one movie of his, and obviously being a found footage superhero movie, it's hard to judge what he would do with Shadow Colossus based on that. But I don't think it's a terrible idea. It would just come down to whether or not they were actually pure to the original concept. And if it were just, you know, one person against gigantic monsters for 90 minutes. That could be dumb. It could be dumb, but it could be really interesting if it were well done. Because mm. the game, same way, could have been very boring and dull. Yeah, but the game also had, like, experts behind it. I don't know how good this guy would be at this kind of film, because we only see him do one major thing, right? Touche. But it could be a cool. A lot of talents going on there, and presumably Fantastic Four will learn how to work with bigger and larger effects. So I'm still scared. That movie sounds like it's a train wreck. Why? From what I've heard, like, the casting calls I've heard sound really weird. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's still early right now, so it's hard to really judge if that's what's going to happen. I don't know. I feel like Fantastic Four seems like a bunt in terms of comic book movies. That seems like one of the easiest ones to do properly. Cause You've got to make it silly. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. It has, it has to have a light touch to it, certainly. Mm-hmm. But it also has sort of an interesting family dynamic built into it. There's not a lot of work that needs to be done. they got Doctor Doom. They have yeah. villains. But uh, the thing I heard recently was Doctor Doom, they, they're thinking of reworking it so Doctor Doom's a woman. No, no why? Yeah. That doesn't really work with the dynamic, though. No. I hope not. I find it hard to believe, though, just because I know uh, Mark Millar is in charge of uh, the all of the Fox Marvel movies now. Okay. He's sort of taking the Kevin Feig role in that mm. world. And what he does with it remains to be seen. Sort of the first one we'll see since he was in charge of Days of Future Past when that comes out now. But I feel like him coming from the comic book world having great respect for that. Hopefully, he will help try to guide this in the right direction. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, Shadow of the Colossus, I'm really intrigued by as an idea, so I'm curious to see how that goes forward, and I hope, hope they do something with it. But again, well, who knows? That would cost so many bazillions of dollars. That this is true. might well, not be worth it. The thing, the thing is, it would work as a movie as long as you go a bit into the backstory of it that is hinted at it in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you show more of that stuff, it'll work out fine. Mm-hmm. And you show, you actually have more stuff with the uh, the priests who you see. Yeah. Mm. You could have flashbacks while he's fighting the monsters and so forth. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the whole game itself takes place over a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. 
it does not take a long is not a long long period of time. It's not really as large as it makes it seem to be the mm-hmm. the world. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you could do it as a movie. I think a lot of people are probably going to rage about it because it's not going to be exactly what the game is. But mm-hmm. you can't do the game as a movie. No, it isn't going to work. It's just not a function. Not something that uh, lends itself to a cinematic. Uh, Experience. Yeah, but I think there's more there than, say, like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Yes. Oh, there's way more than Mortal Kombat or Street yeah. Fighter. And Mortal Kombat made a great movie. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's I, a great I, bad I, movie. I haven't wanted to watch Mortal Kombat since I was a kid just because I loved it so much then. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that I won't love it as much. You now. won't. Oh, it's a terrible movie, but it's a great, terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like how Street Fighter is a great, terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter I watched a lot of that, but I just like Mortal Kombat. I have such a sentimental attachment to that Mortal Kombat movie. I can't spoil it for Me? myself. Okay. Don't watch it again, though. I can't do it. I've watched scenes from it. The bit when Scorpion fights Johnny Cage. Oh, yes. Weird, uh, snaky place. It's all right. Did it stand up? That was an enjoyable sequence. And then I saw a little bit of the CGI reptile, and I was like, I'm not watching any more of this. No, we're done. It's not worth (laughs) it. But, uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, that's happening. The other uh, weird news this week is that, um, of course, two weeks ago, Philip Seward Hoffman died, which was a really unfortunate tragedy. That was. We and didn't talk about that last week. Before. Yes, we didn't, but... Uh, we actually happened. finished casually, like, wait a second, should we mention that Philip Seward Hoffman died? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So, anyway, that was horrible, but, um, the, yeah, what came of it this week is that he had not finished uh, shooting his role in The Hunger Games of when he died, and it was announced today... People weren't sure what they were going to do, where they were going to recast, were they going to try and work with what they had. It was announced today that they have basically everything except one very important final scene that I guess is crucial to his character. I haven't read the book, so I can't guess what this scene is. But the plan is to do a CGI version of him to conclude it. And I don't know how I feel about that. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, if they need to finish the movie, I don't know how else they're going to do it other than recast his role. Guess, or make but... that scene done via like proxy or done via video monitor or voice thing I mean how else do you do it's, it but if it's an emotional scene that's going to be yeah, yeah I just uh, I don't know what they're going to do are they going to get a voice impersonator are they going to try yeah. and cobble together old dialogue like it, I hope they do not cobble together old dialogue <laughs> hello is he gonna, Katniss how are you doing you know, is he going to look like a like a you know like a like a PlayStation 3 version of As long as he doesn't look as bad as The Rock did in The Mummy. Well, here's, yeah, what you, here's, what you, here's all you have to do is just make it so his back's turned to her at all times. So it's just have him in silhouette. Yeah. A silhouette or just back turned, and then when he does talk, you just see like, the side of his face He's talking. standing behind a curtain, yes. right? Just <laughs> Hello, Katniss. I'm behind here. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do something like that. It'll be weird to see because I'm Don't sure. Don't mind it the curtain. It'll be impossible for it not to stand out, that's for sure. I mean, there's, there's ways you can do it. Just have him so he's just like talking over a phone and you just see it like up, like the just the side of his face. Is like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's ways you can do it. Do they even have phones in the Hunger Games? I don't know. Maybe. Super tech, weird phones. Yeah. They probably have fire shooting out of them. Who knows? But it's the first time anyone's actually attempted to do this when someone's died. They always talked about now technology's reached a point we could have put Marilyn Monroe in a movie now or something like that, but no one's actually dared to do it. So it'll be interesting to see how it turns out because if it works, then that opens the floodgates for all. Well, do they have enough madness. for a sound font, I wonder? They might. He's done enough movies that he might be able to do it. That's what I'm thinking, and interviews and that sort of thing. So he might be able to have enough things they can make a sound font like Siri or whatever you can Oh, God. Hello, Katniss. How are you doing? Just get a good sound alike, that's all. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. That's probably the better way to do it. I think we're going to have to uh, suspend our disbelief a little bit on this one. Mm -hmm. And fans will, because the series is pretty good. Mm -hmm. I've heard so. 
It's actually an okay movie series. It's, yeah. a, it's not bad. It's all right. It's better than like Twilight. I don't think you need to have two for Everything the last movie, but whatever. Is better than Twilight. I know. It's but. probably not as horrifyingly stalkerish as Twilight. Mm. Actually, that just made me think. Shirley Temple died this week. Yeah, she oh, did. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. She, she, was, she was old, so. Didn't yeah. know she was She's still around, to be perfectly died. honest with you. It's too bad. Yeah, Sid Caesar died as well. I was a bit yeah, bad. I saw it too. Yeah, Sid Caesar. Who's that? Uh, he was a famous comedian in the 50s. Um, they did your show of shows and things okay, like okay, that. Yeah. And then he sort of has been in like, movies like It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Oh, okay, awesome. Vegas Vacation and yeah. things like that. But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was a genius. So that's a real bummer. Well, he was. But what are you gonna do? He was, yeah, he was so old. He hadn't done anything in years. And yeah. I, and they kind of when that happens, you kind of assume they're unwell. So, so was that our our stock of three? So yep. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Shirley Temple, Sid Caesar. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman was delayed though. But those are those are two big ones this week, I guess. No, but I mean, like the celebrities die in three, right? So, oh yeah. Yeah. I guess until that, the next. I, three I don't die. think it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Look it up. Bad things happen in There's, three. Not celebrities die. No, I've heard celebrities die in three. Are you sure about that? More than once. I've heard people say that, yeah. Okay. I mean... It's not how probability works. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I choose to somewhat believe you. <laughs> I choose to um, not believe any of it. And the last I get, the last thing we can talk about is uh, Kevin Feige today. Uh, is it Feige? I don't know if it's Feige or Feige or what, but... He's <laughs> hey, a Feige? Good, he's a good man no matter what, and... Uh, we started to do um, interviews sort of promoting uh, the new Captain America movie, yeah. and he said recently that they are developing a entire movie dedicated to uh, God. Now I can't Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Thank you. That oh. sounds great or horrible. I don't know. Wait, do you think there's really an entire wait, wait, movie? Yeah, yeah. No. Is it, just, is it just her? No Hawkeye? Presumably Hawkeye would be in there because they're think buddies. I so, yeah. Just her is going to be... I just... <gasps> I don't have a problem with it. I mean... They're just going to make something up. Yeah. Regardless. So. I mean, there are stories that you could look for. Black Widow was yeah. a character, right? She was indeed. But it's just sad that Marvel has to yeah. dig deeper into side characters like these as opposed to being able to take control of, you know, their Spider-Man. Premier. Yeah, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, X-Men. Like, they're three big franchises. But they own Daredevil now. That's true. They do have Daredevil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do have Daredevil. I would see Daredevil Noir. I would love to see a Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil Noir was a good story. That'd be a good like animated TV show. That's true. But, but um, I yeah, I would love to see a Daredevil movie. The problem is that in order to do a proper Daredevil movie, it couldn't be a G-rated no, it couldn't. family no, feature. No, it has to be horribly violent. Yeah, and that's not really in the market that they're doing now. So I think that's why they're not really focusing on. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're not really focusing on Daredevil right now. It's just for that reason, which is a, a bummer because that would have been one good reason for Daredevil to hang around with Fox. Exactly. But, alas. So that's that. Uh, see, that's what I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. You I should probably tell people so Black late. Widow, I was going to say, Black Widow is not going to have nothing on the female version of the Expendables. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The Expendables. Expendables. That is really bad. Mm-hmm. That's is that a really, real thing? Yes. Yeah, oh, the Expendables. Extremely excited. It was only a matter of time. That sounds It's going to be awesome. The storyline is going to be horrible, but whatever. The Expendables movies are really bad. No, they're not. They're really dumb. Expendables 2 is a lot of fun. Okay, the first one was really bad. It was a waste of their cast, but the second one was amazing. The second one, they got the director of Con Air, and he had that same ironic sense of humor, and that made all the difference in the world. The first one took itself too seriously, and that was kind of a a big mistake. I felt like a waste of a cast, the first one. It did, because I don't really care about Stallone emoting. Yeah, but But the second one, amazing. The second one was a blast, yeah. That was a good time. Absolutely amazing. Yep. Is that all your movie news you have for us, then? Yep. Should I movie review now? Yes. Oh, yes, Phil. Mm-hmm. What did you see this week? This week I saw the RoboCop remake. Ooh. Um, 
<clears throat> so <laughs> clear your throat, get ready to yeah. just well, unload. Well, no, I wish that I like. I wish that I had a really passionate, angry rant about it. Oh. The problem is that obviously, when we all heard there was going to be a PG thirteen RoboCop remake, we all feared the worst. Expected it. The thing with this is, well, it's not. The thing with this is, is it's not that bad, but it's not very good mm. either. It's just kind of pointless. Like I would say, it's probably the because I mean, the number one thing to keep in mind is yes, the original RoboCop was amazing. We all know that. There, the RoboCop brand has been shit upon many, many times and far worse than this before now. Yeah, yeah. RoboCop 2 was okay. RoboCop mm-hmm. 3 was atrocious. And the cartoon and the live-action TV series were There baseball. was a cartoon? Oh, yes. I, I didn't know about that. The live-action TV series? Yep. I did not know. I've seen the live-action TV series. Live-action was shot in Toronto. They used to play it all the time. On yeah. Oh, I Canadian do remember that, that. was bad. Yeah. That was bad. And the cartoon, I think, just existed to sell toys, which I did appreciate at the time. Yeah. But, um... So, there's been a lot of crap RoboCop. This one is... I mean, the story is basically the same. It's Alex Murphy is the one good cop in Detroit who gets blown up, this time by a car bomb, to make it more PG-13 friendly. Other than being, like, riddled with bullets? Yes, yes, and having his hand blow off and all the Christ allegory and all that stuff. That's all gone. But he does still get blown up, and his bits and pieces are scrambled together by a corporation who are trying to sell... In one of the updates, uh, trying to sell drones. Uh, They're Right now, they've made... Drone robots, machines, the EC-209 from the first ones there that are sent out to the Middle East to sort of police uh, those states. They're trying to get it sold in America. America's obviously not having it, so they decided to make a half-robot, half-human to bridge the gap. That is RoboCop. Of course, okay, yeah. And uh, Michael Keaton runs the corporation. He's very entertaining and over-the-top. Is he crazy in this one? Uh, Yeah, I mean, not like off the walls, but... I'd that's assume everything Michael, Michael Keaton now does is crazy. That's some good Michael yeah. Keaton. I love Michael Keaton. So um, he, uh, so yeah, so he hires uh, the good scientist played by Gary Oldman to make it happen, and it works except for the fact that RoboCop, um, with his by virtue of the fact that he has some human uh, brain power going on, is not operating as quickly as the drones. So they dilute his personality, and that starts off a man versus machine war inside his head, and blah, 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 blah. It's what? RoboCop. That's in RoboCop uh, 1 as well. Yeah, but... Uh... Yeah. So, um... <laughs> it, it, it... Yeah. So, the bottom line is, it's actually not that bad. They even actually do retain some of those satirical elements from the first uh, movie. Uh, specifically, they don't have any of the commercials uh, or So, no newscasts. one will buy something for a dollar? No. Someone says that, and it's really uncomfortable. Oh. I would say. <laughs> but, um... Jeez. They have a sort of Bill O'Reilly-style talk show hosted by Samuel Jackson that's uh, very propagandistic and amusing. The trouble is, like, the first one had a really masterful tone where it was consistently a parody, but, yeah. like, the jokes were played so straight that if you didn't notice it, it could play as a straight, dumb action movie, too. This one, it feels like at one point they wanted it to be a very earnest, like, Christopher Nolan-style Batman and then someone pointed out that it should be funny, so they added in some jokes, too. And those but, two... Really? Yeah, and those oh. two tones just never quite match. Like, it's never... There's never enough comedy for the movie to be really funny, and then because there is enough silly comedy in it, all the dramatic stuff is uh, is kind of undermined So it's just kind of muddled, and it's fine. Like, the, the action sequences are fairly well done. It's by... Um, Brazilian director whose name I won't mispronounce right now, but he made the Elite Squad movies. I don't know if you guys know the Elite Squad. No, movies. but not a clue. No. They're really good. They were like sort of mercenary, uh, okay. expendables type action flicks. Good ones. So he does some decent action films. Unfortunately, the PG thirteen violence neuters it. Like RoboCop has uh, electric bullets to shock people, basically, so he doesn't blow them up, which is a real shame. And yeah, it's it's not horrible. It's somewhat entertaining. The problem is just that it's RoboCop, and you can't help yeah. but think of 
the other RoboCop movie they made many years ago, which is so much better. Really good. And yeah. even if for a few seconds you start to forget, then they throw some really uncomfortable reference to the original. Oh. Like, at, the suit's different in this, but at one point he does have the original suit as, like, a prototype, or someone says I'd buy that for a dollar at one point. And these aren't things that are going to make fans happy. They're just sort of distracting. And in the end of the day, it's not a horrible movie, but it just shouldn't exist. And it's a shame that that was made instead of that money Anything going else? towards a more, yeah, a action adventure science fiction movie I haven't seen before. So, mm. yep, not as bad as you feared, but still not worth seeing. Fair enough. And that's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Unfortunate they have to keep calling back to a better movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But still, it's better than RoboCop 3. Okay. Really, really bad. Well, thank you for sharing, Phil. No and if we want to read your full review? It's on the website. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What's the website, Phil? CG Magazine. CGMagOnline.com. <laughs> thank you. Oh, Phil. It's, just, it's on my history. I type CG and then it pops up. It pops up? So when people it. ask you what you write for, you're like, yeah, some places. I say Comics and Gaming Magazine because that's what it's called. <laughs> All right. And then if they Google that, they'll find the website. Yeah, All right. I'll give yeah. you that. Right? You're yeah. still allowed to be here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Not kicked out yet. <laughs> yeah. Only because Wayne isn't here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need you. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to what you've been playing. And since Wayne's not here this week, it's probably going to be shorter than normal because usually he's the one playing all the stuff. Yeah, I've been playing, I've been playing more Zora's Wrath. We don't want to hear back of that. <laughs> You're really mm-hmm. playing more yeah. Zora's Wrath? Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm fighting Why? a giant Buddha. I don't know. I mean, it's an amazing game, but I thought you finished it. I am playing the DLC now. Oh, you didn't do the DLC. Oh. The true ending. Yeah, the true ending with Buddhas and nonsense yeah. weird kind of I, I, I watched I watched the a lot of the DLC I just found it somewhere yeah. and it was just like this doesn't make a lick of sense no it makes no sense whatsoever it's like what what is happening almost none of Astra makes sense the entire game doesn't it's really make fun, a lot but, of sense well, it's, 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 it's like watching an anime there's like barely any and gameplay. very little animes make sense so yeah. perfect it's, it's, it's fine I've seen I've seen the uh, type of anime that that this is trying to uh, evoke uh, done better. Also, yeah. it reminds me way too much of a guy I used to game with and what he likes to do. Oh. Yeah. Asura? Yeah. is very much like a guy... He's very much like a guy I used to play, like, D&D-style games with. Really? The guy I used to play was pretty much... Was he that mad? Yeah, the guy... Yes, in and out of character. He was... He was a strange individual. Sounds it. Well, oh. I'll be damned. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. Oh, wait. Oh, I also was... Playing some mobile stuff. Wait, didn't you play that uh, Castle Doctor? What's that? The one with the trapped houses, booby-trapped houses. You can go in and rob. Oh, oh, Castle Doctrine. Oh, Doctrine, yeah, yeah. Castle Doctrine, yes. I've been playing the Castle Doctrine. There you go, talk about that. It is weird. Like, yeah, okay. So the setup is you basically have this really weird 2D thing. It's inspired... Okay, here's the elevator pitch. It's inspired by Panic Room. Okay. Um... So you have a you basically build a house with full of traps and like you put your safe somewhere you put your family somewhere and you build this like ridiculously elaborate house and you have money to spend on the, the house you I think you start with two thousand dollars and you spend that money on like guard dogs and mirrors and mirrors all this, yeah it's it's weird um, and then the point is you build an impenetrable fortress and then you go to other people's houses to try to steal their money and then build more things in your fortress and basically you just keep doing it that way so people can rob your house. As soon as you put save, it's on the server, and anyone can go in and take and go after your house. Mm-hmm. It gets weird and dark in certain areas because your family, you have a wife who you can kill. If you go to someone else's house, you can kill their wife, kill the wife, because she has money on her. 
but she also can shoot you with a shotgun if you give her a shotgun. Good times. So it gets a little dark because you go into other people's houses and killing their wives. And if you kill their wife and they go back to the house, I believe you kill yourself afterwards. So it, it gets dark, but also yeah. no one has names and it's all pixels. So I don't know if it is dark. I'm, I'm not really sure. I have not successfully ever looted a house, but I've had people die in my house. It's weird. I, I don't mind it. It's kind of cool. It, it's weird. Sounds unique at least. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's like, I think it's like 12 bucks right now. Cool. So it's worth 12 bucks. It, it's a cool thing. And I played a bit more of uh, Broken Age, but I'm sure Alex is talking about that. Mm-hmm. I've almost finished it. It's good, but I kind of want more game. It, it feels yeah. half. It, it feels. It, it, it goes to some weird places. It does. Uh, like a lot darker than the visuals let it let on. Really? It does a pretty good job of yeah, it taking goes, the darker stuff and presenting it in a way where it's not too dark, but it's. If you think like about it, it's. it's it's, it's got some really creepy implications. The for girl's her. one. What's her name? Uh, Vesta? Vesta. Vela. Vela. Her world is weird. Her world is weird, and her world is really creepy when you actually yeah. figure out the connotations of the Maiden's Feast. Exactly. So it's, it's a little messed up. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, I find a little Wicker Man-esque. Very Wicker Man-esque. Yeah. And uh, I find Shays to be kind of creepy and kind of depressing. Hmm. Just because I find that the whole premise of what he's what his life is like yeah. just unbelievably soul crushing. Yeah, it, it's interesting. But I don't know. I think it does a really good job of conveying that without softening it too much. I don't mind it, but because I know that there's, it's not finished, mm-hmm. I'm kind of sitting there going, "Well, I don't want to finish this last section because then I'm done the game, and then I have like a while to wait for the next game." So I don't know. But then you're still just waiting, so you're not actually... Uh, yeah, but at least I, um, I don't want to be getting to the cliffhanger and then just sitting there. That's my thing. Okay, I, I can understand Whereas that. Whereas now I know this, I can go back and play at any time, there's something else there. As soon as I get to the cliffhanger, I'm going to be like, well, what happens next? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sold on that yet. It, it, it's good. Well, it, it's pending what's gonna, what the second half exactly, is Exactly, that's my like, thing. I, I like, we, like me giving my criticism on a thing that's finished. Mm-hmm. And right now it's not. So we'll see. So far, so good. Yeah. We'll see in the end. So far, I really was impressed by it. But oh, it my, looks gorgeous, too. But my review is going to be ad- amended once we actually get the second half. Yeah. And uh, it could go down, could go up. But, it could be uh, the best game ever. could be the best game ever. It could be dep- It could be just make me scream and cry and punch walls. But we'll <laughs> see how it works out. All right, then. We will wait for that. Whenever that may be, considering we don't know. Sometime later in the year, they say. That's real helpful. That's, uh, that's a very large window of time. Yep. It is an extremely large window of time. All right, Alex, what have you been playing? I finished The Grey Garden, the game that I talked about last week, the little sort of RPG maker free game that mm-hmm. I uh, found, the incredibly adorable, weird JRPG, and I finished it, and... Uh, you stayed up late finishing it, I didn't stayed you? up until 5 a.m. finishing it. it Just I wanted, for us, eh? Yeah, because I wanted to finish at least some of my homework. Okay. Because you didn't watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nope. All right. Uh, but, uh, no, um, it's it's creepily adorable. There's a lot of... There's a lot of cool ideas in it. The actual plot is all right in terms of, J, of uh, JRPG uh, mm-hmm. styles. Uh, it kind of has a whole a whole nature versus nurture debate going on in it. But the one problem I had with it, 
uh, besides that, one, it's too easy, and two, really, it's very difficult to tell how leveled you're supposed to be, because I was overleveled for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to fight any enemies at all, but... When, but if you don't, and the only time you actually, the bosses are very sparingly put uh, spaced out. And okay. every once in a while, you will get certain sequences where you will just instantly die if you fail them, like you're being chased, or you, you have to pick a dialogue option. Okay. And it just comes out of nowhere, and it's not well-paced. But the big issue I've, I've noticed with it is, like, with a lot of JRPG-style games that I play... I will actually finish. I will actually finish the game, look at it, and say, "I could have done that so much better," because I wanted the plot to go in so many different places. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted there, like for example, the main character is essentially this, de- essentially this demon girl who lives this happy, happy life, and then everything starts to go bad. As it usually does for demons, I would assume. Yeah, and I kind of wanted there to be more of more of a uh, force to grow up, force to confront the darkness, like the actual stark realities mm-hmm. of the world. You didn't get that? I didn't get that, really. Um, it's supposed to be a more positive, sort of positive message, but uh, okay. I take a bit of solace in the fact in the fact that it has adorable demon cat girls in it that are horribly murderous, because that is a thing that I enjoy. Adorable demon cat girls that are kind of murderous. Yes. That's Alex's. Uh, that's Alex's thing, Brendan. That, that is my thing. Brendan's just shaking his head. Just, uh, you don't know what to say, do you? Well, don't worry about it. Um, and uh, the only other thing I've been playing is I finally got around to playing the Stanley Parable. Okay. Um, I really don't like doing what the narrator says. <laughs> I've, I've learned that. I uh, spent about uh, what was it? 10, 10, 15 minutes in a broom closet. Just sitting there, running around. You're just like, no, I'm not leaving the broom closet. Trying to see what he will actually respond to and what he won't. Like, in the broom closet, he's doing the whole thing of, did, did the gamer die or whatnot? And I'm just moving around as he's saying this to see if he'll actually pick up on, I'm moving around, I'm deliberately staying in this broom closet as long as possible. Did he? Mm-hmm. No. But oh. it's kind of nice, it's kind of interesting to see, and I know I'm late to the party on this one, but it's kind of interesting to see just how, just how much he will respond to and just how much I can push the envelope Mm -hmm. and considering I'm a guy who will I'm the guy who played Bioshock the original Bioshock and deliberately stood in front of the uh, the final key after Andrew Ryan for like a few minutes just going no I don't care you said Willie Connolly I'm not doing it I know something's (laughs) gonna happen no 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 no. yeah I uh, don't I don't like being forced into choices but that's gotta make choices though to get through life yeah, but I don't like it when there's just one of them in there, or two of them that are exactly the same. Okay, makes sense. Anyway, that's what I've been. Playing. That's what you've been playing. That is what I've been playing. Phil, have you been playing anything? I have not, but I just got two things that I will be playing this week, so I'll stop to say next. Week. Um, what are you be playing this week? Uh, we're gonna keep that a secret. Oh, yeah, that's thanks, right. Phil, for ruining well, everything. Know. Why are you so disappointed? Because I'm trying to make conversation with well, you for the podcast, and you're not, being difficult. I'm not being difficult. I'm allowing there to be suspense to give listeners a reason to come back next week and be all excited. Really? Mm-hmm. Because our scintillating wit is not enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can that's be right. excited because Wayne will be back next week and talking about Final Fantasy. Yes, Yay. of course he will. All right, then. So nothing. Have you read anything good then? Because you're a comic guy. You're one of our comic people. I am people. indeed a comic guy. Um, I didn't read anything this week. 
You're just <laughs> making this impossible. I know, I know. I'm really sorry. I've been very, very busy. It's been a uh, backed up week. I am in the... Well, no, I, I have been um, reading a little bit of uh, Electra Assassin. Ah, see? You had to dig deep there. <laughs> well, I did. Well, I just... I haven't read it in the last couple days, but I've been reading through Electra Assassin. It's uh, Frank Miller's um, first electric book he did with Bill Mankiewicz in the 80s. Um, the art's amazing. Bill Mankiewicz does sort of like watercolor paintings. Oh. Um like the whole thing or just backgrounds? Whole thing. That's nice. Yeah, no, it's very, very fun to look at. Uh, the story is uh, intriguing. I'm seeing where it's going. Um, I am starting to get the impression as I'm reading it that it's the first sort of wacko, gone too far Frank Miller story, but I'm reserving uh, full judgment until the end simply because I felt that way about Ronan when I read it a week ago and then it ended up coming full circle and actually being rather brilliant. So I'm hoping it comes together, but right now it's a little bit nutty. Um, I also read the uh, the Daredevil book that he did with Frank Mankiewicz around the same time mm-hmm. called uh, Love and War, which was about uh, which was basically just about uh, Kingpin and his uh, sort of comatose wife. Um, and uh, it was fascinating. I really loved that. That sort of felt like... But, uh, yeah, Electra comes right after Dark Knight Returns, which has always been sort of my theory that after Dark Knight Returns, he went kind of nuts. He still did some good stuff, but that's when the silly stuff started. And I'm getting the impression that this is the, the first, first of one. the silly. But we'll see. I will complete it, and uh, we'll reserve It might really come it. together in the end. It might, but right now, I don't know. The first issue was fantastic. Since then, it's gotten a little up its own ass, but we'll see where it's going. How many more issues do you have to go? Um, there's six. I think about halfway through the third one. Okay. Yeah. So you're almost there. Oh, yeah. All right, then. Will you keep us updated on that? I will, indeed. All right. Well, yeah, without Wayne, we did not go nearly as long as we normally do. We usually save time for whatever bizarre tangent he... Well, because he he was going to rant about Final Fantasy thirteen this week, Lightning Mm. Returns. 13-3. I know. I I did this earlier, but you're like, no... Dash eight slash fifty two times a million, whatever. Mm. I just but it's read, lightning returns. I just read the synopsis of what the actual plot, like not the whole plot, but just what the premise was, and I'm just like, I just could not say anything about it. So I, I, I'm not gonna co-opt Wayne's thunder. I'm gonna see what he has to say about it. Well, if you want to see what he has to say about it, his review is up on the website at cgmagonline.com, mm-hmm. and he does review it there. But I'd love to hear him actually rant about it in person. It's a spectacle to behold to exactly. see Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's like an eclipse. Yeah. Also new on the website, we have the Ollie Ollie review done by Brian Calhoun and the Dust Force review done by Kahari Taylor. Kahari? Kahari? Kahari. Kahari. So make sure you check that out at CG Magazine Online. We also have CG this. CG Online. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, okay. Phil got me there. CG Magazine. You got it stuck in my head, and now it's, yeah. CGMagOnline.com. Although I believe CGMagazine.ca still works. It does. Good to know. Mm-hmm. But this week, Phil did a sound off, so look for that next week. That's right. You rant about remaking movies, I believe. I do indeed. Also, you I can care look, for it. You don't care for it? No. I thought you cared for some Spoiler. of them. Oh, I do. I just, well, I mean, watch the thing. You'll see. All right. Yeah. See, right, suspense. make them come Building back next suspense, week, right? Making them go. Yeah, yeah, see what I'm doing? Trying to drive people to the website now. <laughs> <laughs> we also have some great editorials by Reed. Carter and of course Wayne was ranting today via the virtual world about Canadian bandwidth caps. Ooh. And there, he, he does not like those either. No, well, when you have to download a game and it's forty-one gigs, yeah, that's what game? I think uh, NBA is something like thirty-nine gigs, forty-one gigs. Wow, some crazy amount of gigage that you're supposed to be downloading. Weird. Uh, and he said Killzone, I think is thirty-nine. Shadowfall. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so if you're 
buy bandwidth caps. That's not good for you. Oh, Canada. I th- yeah, oh, Canada's right. And since they're going way more into the digital downloading, uh, we're going to have a lot of problems with those who have bandwidth caps soon. Indeed. Yeah. As long as they they take they adopt the unlimited internet and not the uh, bizarre the bizarre content restrictions that may be coming in the U.S., I'll be happy. Yeah, that's going to make it even more difficult. Keep the internet free here, Canada. Indeed. Well, free to a point. Obviously, we pay for internet. but I mean, free as in information, not free as in monet- monetarily. Yes. All right. I don't know, I'd be cool with free internet. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, if the government's like, yo, do you all want free internet like healthcare? I'd be like, yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, I wouldn't... Well, you theoretically would still pay for your taxes, but I'd be cool with that. I'd rather pay for internet than have internet that is greatly restricted, though. I want super free internet that is not restricted whatsoever. I want a pony, but I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Made of diamonds? Made of diamonds, actually, because then I don't have to clean up after it. It'll just leave it in the uh, leave it in my kitchen. I believe Handsome Jack has a pony made of diamonds. Does he? It's one of the things he says. Okay. <laughs> that he has a pony made of diamonds. Oh, we should also mention the fact that, I don't know if it was on the site, but... Borderlands 2 will be com- doing the a bundle, Vita. a Vita bundle coming in the spring. Yeah. Uh, just random fact. Just in case you were wondering. It's still being, that's still a thing. Sounds good. What's wrong with Borderlands? They're doing the Mad Moxie Valentine's Day headhunt. Yeah, I'm done with it. Oh. I never could get into the original. I played it for about an hour and I was like, what am I doing? I yeah, know. yeah, same way. They're also doing a Valentine's Day Massacre DLC in GTA 5 Online. Hey. Not that anyone plays GTA Five no. no online, GTA online, but no. that's GTA Online specific though. It's not like an additional story. No, I believe it's online specific because uh, I guess they're trying to get people actually online. Do, but are they going to do actual DSC for GTA Five? Oh, I'm sure they will. They haven't said yes or no, but they have to. There's no way they want. There's that casino that's in the middle of nowhere yeah. that's not been operated yeah. yet. The, the, Doesn't the, seem like coincidence. No, and there's a racetrack there, and. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. I would love It'll to come. see. There were, th- I think, there were three big ones for four. So they were, hard to but they, they didn't make much again. money. I remember, like they didn't make the money back. Oh well. Anyways. So until next week, when Rain hopefully returns to uh, beef up our podcast a bit, you can visit us at cgmagonline.com or at Facebook, facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. Also, Google Plus, google.com slash little plus sign cgmagonline, and of course, Twitter at cgm plus. I also have Twitter that's Kicks in Chaos, K I X X E N Chaos. Phil, do you not have Twitter yet? Nope. You're going to get a beating later. Mm-hmm. Brendan? B426. And Alex has Twitter. Alexander B. Leach. And, you, and it's L E A C H, right? L E A C H, yes. There you go. And so make sure you uh, follow Alex on Twitter and he'll update you with all his latest Warframe. Yeah, and I'll usually be updating stuff from the magazine and uh, other random stuff I find. Well, cool. I like random stuff. I think we all like random stuff. Random stuff is the core of the video game industry, too. It's the core of the internet. Core of the internet, yeah. Uh, cats uh, playing piano. Doge. Pop-tart cats. Yeah. Basically, the internet is cats, yeah. Mm-hmm. Internet is cats and occasionally foxes. Occasionally foxes? Well, one say fox. Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Porn, too. Lots of porn. And porn. Lots of porn. Maybe porn involving so cat, porn girl, cats. demon slayers. Cats, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's a lot of overlap on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Porn, cat, and foxes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All, possibly all together. <laughs> I don't want to see your browsing history. I don't think anyone should. No one should see anyone's browser history. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> Make sure you check out our sister podcast, These Warriors Are Terrible, for all the great drama in the tabletop RPG world that has been happening. What? Oh, they're doing something dark this time. Yeah, it's a like, Monster High kind of thing. Teenage Monster 
yeah. really melodramatic, over-the-top, yeah. gothy monsters. Oh, it's not dark at all. I thought it was going to be super dark and, you know, Brendan Dark. No, it's, it's That's like your doll's dark. Oh, okay. I uh, listened to the first one, and it's pretty funny. The second one is also up about now, and you can, of course, Google These Warriors Are Terrible, or you can find their podcast on our site under the podcast tab. Actually, they have their own tab, don't they? No, they have a podcast tab. All right, there's a podcast tab. And I tried. And I guess that's it for us here on this beautiful Valentine's Day. Phil's making a face. Yeah. Don't make the face, Phil. Chocolate. You know what Valentine's Day means? <laughs> that's a much better face. On sale chocolate. Yeah, that's After true. Valentine's that's Day. True. Cheap chocolate. chocolate exactly. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. yeah, see? Not so bad now, is it? No, not really. I really wish I'm kind of by myself face. crying eating a uh, heart shaped box of that chocolate. Should, if we'd gotten a picture of it, we could have put it as the uh, thumbnail for the, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can recreate it. Best yeah, we'll face. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.